from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, it's showtime. Well, it will be in May. How confident is Ipswich Show Society that it will go ahead? We'll find out from show president Darren Zanow. How you can help shape Ipswich's future development and Braille Lego. Who would have thought? It's Thursday, February 4, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ipswich Show Society has been working very hard on how to present a COVID-safe show this year. How can this be done? Show Society President Darren Zanow joins me to explain. Darren, before we talk about this year, cancelling 2020 must have meant a tough year financially for the Show Society. How did you survive? Mate, it was a very tough year for the Show Society and probably we just... uh all we did was just sort of close a lot of things down because we couldn't have any events on the showgrounds. Obviously, we couldn't have our show either, um, but it sort of uh, extrapolated right out until the end of the year, really, until things started to sort of limp back to life. But uh, we're certainly very hopeful that the 2021 show will uh, will bring us back to life and, um, and maybe we might be able to... Uh, um, make a profit. <laughs> well, it's almost one year on from that first lockdown, and now we're all familiar with COVID-19 safe plans and those QR codes. Walk me through the steps you've had to take to get approval to run a show. We've um, been speaking with West Morton Health uh, for, uh, and had a number of meetings, including a, uh, a long meeting with them yesterday for four hours. Uh, and stepping through each part of our show, including all 30-odd sections of our show, uh, and having a look at each one in intricate detail and how, uh, for instance, judging is, uh, it takes place, how uh, people might handle animals, um, how um, people are going to move through the grounds, how people are going to uh, um, be um, uh, sitting at grandstands and the cleaning requirements and the social distancing requirements. Uh, so there's all of those things that need to be taken into consideration and put into uh, the planning document, the COVID planning document. And, of course, that document at the moment is uh, around 140 pages long. Wow. So, it's um, yeah, it's, it's been a real task. And, of course, we're a voluntary organisation, so it's taken many, many hours so far of uh, volunteers' uh, efforts to uh, to come up with this plan um, so that we can run a COVID-safe COVID show. Shows are always crowded places. That's part of the vibe. What will we notice first when we walk through the gate this year? In particular, when you come to the gate, um, you will need to pre-purchase tickets. Uh, You can purchase them standing at the gate, um, but you'll need to have your tickets uh, ready to go. Um, uh, And obviously that could be on your phone or it could be a printed out barcode, which will be scanned when you come into the show. Also, there'll be a QR scanner, um, very, very similar, almost the same as if you go to a restaurant uh, or other events. 
uh, so that when you come in the gate, we, we know that you're here, that you're registered and you come into the show. Uh, but the one thing you will notice uh, at the show, in particular in our pavilions, in the outdoor spaces, it won't be, uh, won't be so noticeable, uh, will be the width of the aisles. So we want to keep uh, nice wide aisles. So usually there's three metre aisles, but this year there'll be five or six metres wide um, to uh, accommodate you know, the people that come in and out of the pavilion. Uh, so that we uh, that we can keep everyone social distance and obviously meet the requirements of um, x amount of square meters per person uh, in inside pavilions. So um, there won't be huge changes, but there will be some notable noticeable changes. Do you think you'll have to restrict entry on the public holiday? No, we don't feel we'll need to restrict entry at all at any time during the show. Um, having said that, though, if we have a really, really big year and we exceed uh, 35,000 people over the three days, and usually our Saturday afternoon and evening is very, very busy, um, but we don't um, foresee any problem with that at this point in time, given that we are on nearly 10 hectares of land and we do have um, you know large open spaces. And look, 80% of the show is outside uh, an outside event anyway, um, and we do have our large... Um, event centre now, which is a really large building where we can, um, you know, where we have lots of space where we can space things out so that we can uh, we can meet our social distancing requirements. How will you manage the queuing for the rides? Each showman um, that comes onto our uh, onto our showgrounds with each of their rides, um, they will have uh, a system where you line up for your rides, uh, socially distanced. Uh, and after every ride, you will see that when people come off the ride, um, they will go around and they will uh, they'll clean the ride uh, quickly before the next um, before the next uh, ride will uh, will be loaded. Moving on to those traditional show judging categories, how are you expecting the numbers of entries to be this year? We're we're pretty we're we're really unsure, uh, Alan. But um, just recently, actually last weekend, the Stanthorpe show had uh, that was the first show on the Queensland calendar for this year. And, of course, there's 128 shows in Queensland every year. Um, and Stanthorpe um, had uh, some sections were up, some sections were down. So uh, it seems as though the animal sections have uh, are still strong. However, the cooking uh, sections have, um, have declined. Um, but most of the other sections have held out, which is which is great to see. So we don't see a huge change, um, but uh, we do see some sections maybe down slightly. People go to the show for all kinds of reasons, and Ipswich Show Society conducted a survey of why people go, and it had some surprising results. What were the surprises for you? Look, the surprises for us is the fact that uh, that 70% of our showgoers are actually families, so families that are coming to the show, uh, which is great to see. You know, we and, and that is really, our, I suppose, our target market. Whilst we want everyone in our community to come to the show, and we certainly um, provide an entertainment package that suits you know almost everyone. Well, everyone we believe in our society. It's great to see that families come along to the show, and look, that's evidenced by the fact that. Um, overwhelmingly people come to the show to interact with the animals that we have here at the show, whether it's a llama, an alpaca, a pig, a horse, a goat, or cows, uh, whatever it might be, the chooks, whatever. Um, They love to come to the show to interact with the animals that we have here. And, of course, we love people coming to the show for exactly that reason, because it's uh, it's all about education, uh, so people can have a look at... um, 
10 different types of pigeons or uh, 18 different types of, uh, of chooks or all the different uh, cattle, different breeds, uh, um, cattle or horses, whatever it may be. And that's probably takes us to the roots of what a show actually is all about. How will the survey influence the ring events and the free main ring entertainment as part of a mission this year? The first thing our entertainment committee did when we, uh, when we met was uh, review our survey results uh, and get that welded into our mind to ensure that we have entertainment at our show that is relevant to the audience that comes as well as to encourage those that don't come to the show um, to come and have a, uh, a fresh look at our show because we want, uh, we want to have an entertainment package, as I was saying, that, um, that appeals to every part of our society. Um, and we do have a very multicultural society and uh, we're certainly striving very hard to, uh, to provide entertainment that, um, that everyone wants to come along and will be happy to see and will be thoroughly entertained. At this stage of the planning, Darren, can you uh, let any cats out the bag? Any sneak peeks? Um, I can't right now, no, <laughs> but um, as that evolves, and we actually have an entertainment and promotions meeting uh, this evening, and, and after uh, this evening's meeting, we can start to uh, to let you know all of the um, the, the great things that are going to be happening. But obviously, we're going to have our um, you know our traditional demolition derby, our fireworks. There's going to be uh, all sorts of uh, you know the, the the traditional entertainment that we have at our show. But there's certainly going to be some very targeted uh, new entertainment that I'm sure people uh, will be happy to come and see. Oh, I look forward to hearing about that. Now, just to wrap it up, Darren, Ipswich Show has been around for a long time, since about 1866, and you mentioned the volunteers running the show earlier, and it is a volunteer committee, and they're getting harder to come by. What attracted you to serve on the committee and now as president? My dad uh, was involved in the show society uh, back in the um, in the fifties, uh, and Dad got me involved uh, as a steward at the show when I was in primary school, and I think this is about my thirty fourth year. Wow! Uh, and of course, uh, yes, yeah, so I started as a as a steward in the ring. I've been the chief steward of a number of different sections over the years. Um, I've been vice president for a number of years and uh, an assistant treasurer. Uh, and now I'm um, I'm blessed that the committee have um, have voted me as as president and um, and yeah looking forward to um, to bringing a whole new fresh face to the showgrounds and to the show society and in particular to our annual show. Well, keep us up to date as we get closer to that uh, showtime, Darren. Definitely, Alan. Alan, and great to uh, great to talk with you, Darren Zanow, Ipswich Show Society president. The 2021 show will be held May 14, 15 and 16. Briefly in other local news and sticking with the family entertainment theme, Ipswich Nature Centre has welcomed two baby turtle hatchlings, Vern and Neptune. The babies are short-necked turtles and a subspecies native to the Brisbane area. It is the first time in three years that rain has fallen at the right time for conditions to be perfect for hatchlings, as rainfall appears to be critical to their nesting behaviour. The University of Southern Queensland's education researcher and senior lecturer, Melissa Fanshaw, is helping to bring newly released Lego Braille to Australia. 
So the Lego Braille bricks are designed for children who are learning Braille and usually around about age four or five upwards, but try keeping the teenagers away from it, to be honest. I think everybody will enjoy them. I'm very excited to be the education ambassador for Lego Foundation Braille bricks in Australia. I'm very honoured because I'm very passionate about how they will be able to help young children to learn about Braille. Braille Despite all the technology that we have in our society now, Braille is still very, very important. Vision Australia will be rolling these out this year. They'll be launched in the beginning of February in 2021. And any child at a school who has low vision or is blind will be able to contact Vision Australia to organise a kit for themselves or their school. More information about accessing Lego Braille bricks and training can be found on the Vision Australia website. There's been a good response from the Ipswich community to help shape ways for the city to become more sustainable with its resources and reduce the amount of waste the community sends to landfill. The average Ipswich household sends about one tonne of waste to landfill each year. More than 70% of those materials could be diverted from landfill today. There were about 350 contributions to the Reducing Our Waste survey on the Shape Your Ipswich website in November last year, as well as almost 860 comments on six Facebook posts. And finally, Ipswich City Council has drafted a new 20-year community vision and corporate plan 2021-2026 and is now seeking feedback from residents. The draft has been titled iFuture – Your Vision, Our Journey, Council's Plan. The public consultation period is open until the 28th of February 2021. To get involved and to have your say throughout February, go to the Shape Your Ipswich website. Check the show notes for all links highlighted in this episode. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.